Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Y'all got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody, somebody messed with my whole system here. What? What is going on? Why? Yeah. Anyway, what's up, everybody? This is the Marquez. So far, we're off to a horrible start. That's a hor- this is why I hate sharing things, because people never put stuff back Quick where, it's, Josh. where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I blame the other Josh. <laughs> the other Josh, write down on your pad of paper that every day before the show, you have to come and set up all of these buttons so that uh, that uh, so that I know. What even is it? I don't even know where it is. I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find my laptop so I can play all the fun clips and the open mic messages, and I don't even know where that is now. Oh, there it is. Let's hold on. I got to take and then set. All right, here we go. Let's try again. Nope. No, now I got to I gotta figure this out. Anyway. Oh, it's a happy Friday. It's Friday, everybody. Everybody and I, I had a, we should start. Can we start over again? Because I feel like we totally weren't prepared. It's oh. Friday! From there. What's up, everybody? This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank God it's Friday, by the way, because I don't know how much more of this. I don't know how much more of this I can take. There was rain, although it looks like it's clearing up. Uh, there's a system outside, uh, like to the east of us. But Mike Bursch is saying uh, it's not going to be anything. Uh, we've got all these holidays that we're celebrating, but of course we're not celebrating any of them on the air because they're this weekend. They're not today. I just want to let you know that tomorrow, May the fourth, be with you is my birthday. Yeah, that's a big. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. That's a great big holiday for Star Wars fans. They love May the 4th. And uh, the sad news, though, the guy that played uh, Chewbacca and who has played Chewbacca in all of the movies, he passed away. Uh, so that's that's very sad. He was 74 years old. A brilliant actor. You wouldn't have been able to pick him out of a... That's the thing. Great actor. Everybody knows his character, but nobody really knew his face. And you could walk into him at a bar. He could be walking down the beach. You'd have no clue. Well, maybe because he was like seven feet tall. But, uh, but you know, anyway. Also, Cinco de Mayo is coming up this weekend, which is exciting. And you've also got uh, you've also got the Kentucky Derby, which people have mixed them. I, did found out, I just found out today that people, uh, some of people don't like the Kentucky Derby because they're sad for the horses. There's one girl that I work with who was like, I hate the Kentucky Derby. I said, what, what could you hate about? And first of all, it only lasts two minutes. Any sporting event that only lasts two minutes, I mean, in my book, is awesome. But uh, she said, no, I don't, I don't like the Kentucky Derby because I feel bad for the horses. And I thought she meant the ones that lost, but apparently she meant all of them. Uh, which is weird to me because those horses get better. They get better treatment than I do. They, they live in the lap of luxury. They have, they have the great health care. I mean, they they make millions of dollars. They're all, they get groomed every single day. They eat. 
the most amazing organic foods that they get, you know, steroids and stuff. I mean, it's all, I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's coming up on, on Sunday as well. So if you're looking for or Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, and then uh, may the uh, Cinco de Mayo is coming up on Sunday. I love how all the Mexican hating Americans love to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I can guarantee you 99.9% of them don't even know what Cinco de Mayo even is. I don't think that's true. Everybody knows that Cinco de Mayo is May the 5th. Duh. That's exactly. We all we all know what Cinco it's Cinco de Mayo, 5th of May. That's pretty that's pretty common knowledge. Uh 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. If you ever want to get in and uh you know, and comment or if you want to leave us an open mic message, you're you're welcome to do that since it is Friday. And since we have one more Carabas gift card and a Marque Show prize pack, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while. It's fake news Friday. And we didn't do this last week, well, because I wasn't here. And we didn't do it the week before because you may remember there was that major storm system. And they and and Mike Burrish and Rich Jones took over the show to talk about the severe weather day that they were. It was like a first alert weather day or 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 what I, I don't know. Uh, but hopefully that won't happen today. So we will get to fake news Friday. We will have some amazing prizes to give away. Uh, our, our our millennial assistant Hannah is here today. So we may bring her in to do some more Millennial Word Association, which is always fun. And it's been a while since we've gotten into the mind of the millennial to see what they think about all of the all the news stories that have been popping up. So um, that's kind of cool. We're going to do that today, too. But first, I want to talk about this Alabama state representative, because I mean, and I know, look, I, I don't know if there's anyone from Alabama listening, but I know that Alabama has always been an interesting state to deal with. But there are people. Uh, there are people in Alabama who vote for people who are, are just I mean, I, sometimes I just don't understand I don't know if it's his advanced age or whatnot. But there's a guy in Alabama. The New York Post is reporting. And this is a guy. He's a, he's a representative. He's a state representative. He's a Democrat. He's 78 years old. His name is John Rogers. And the other day. He was uh, on the floor of the of the state, you know, of the state house in Alabama, and they were talking about abortion. And, and he made comments about why abortion is OK and should be OK in the state of Alabama. I'm not about to be as a male tell a woman what to do with her body. She has a right to make that decision herself. The rape that he said. Some kids are unwanted. So you kill them now, kill them later. You, you bring him in the world unwanted, unloved. You send him to the naked chair. So you kill him now, I'll kill him later. Yeah. So he made these comments when they were debating abortion because Alabama, uh, I mean, this, this abortion law in Alabama is one of the strictest ever. It's going to outlaw about 90% of abortions in the state and it will criminalize abortion. So any doctors who perform abortions, uh, illegally will be sentenced or will be able to be sentenced, uh, charged and sentenced to up to like 90 years or something like that. And there's a whole underlying you know, the, the, a lot of people are saying the reason Alabama is doing this is because they want it to be challenged. They want this controversial abortion legislation to go all the way to the Supreme Court. And that way, the Supreme Court's going to have to rule on it and overturn Roe v. Wade. So that's kind of that's one of the underlying theories behind this whole thing. But this guy gets up and he's just he's 78 years old. He's from Alabama. He don't like it anymore. So he's just going to say whatever it is he wants to say. And what he says is. Abortion should be legal because if you don't kill them now, you're going to have to kill them later. You, you bring them in the world unwanted, unloved, you send them to the naked chair. So you kill them now, I'll kill them later. Yeah, kill them now or kill them later. Now, this is interesting for two reasons. Number one is because he's referring to abortion as killing, which a lot of Democrats don't like to do. 
they don't like to they don't like to associate abortion with with murder or killing. He apparently has no problem with it. And then he's also basically assuming that anybody who's brought into the world and is not cared for and is not loved as an infant. Well, that person, that person turns out to be a criminal. Basically, that's what that's basically what happens. That person turns out to be a criminal. So not just a not just a regular run of the mill, ordinary, everyday criminal, but like a serious criminal that you have to send to the electric chair. So if you don't if you don't kill them now before they're born, they're going to commit some horrible crime. They're going to end up getting sentenced to death and they're going to end up in the electric chair. That's basically that's basically what this guy's saying. Well, as you can imagine, <laughs> he got some criticism. He got some criticism from uh, some state legislators in Alabama and in Florida, pretty much every state, a lot of newspapers. And Donald Trump Jr. Uh, also was a was one of his uh, was one of his harshest critics. Harsh. In fact, I, I mean, all over the place. Look, the remarks were slammed by conservatives, including Trump. Uh, but Rogers wasn't phased because after Donald Trump Jr., tweeted how disgusting this was and how upsetting this was this guy representative rogers basically just went off on donald trump jr and made matters probably worse for himself hey that's an honor <laughs> donald trump jr did that thank god right on that's you know all right because i don't know that he'd been right on since he'd been here many uh, that proved the right to make a scene about abortion. Him being born, that's proof the right to be, that's a very, very good defense I have for abortion right to him. Look, look at him there. Why don't you, why don't you abort him when he was born? But he would have made that stupid statement, right? So, so his prayer made a decision for him. Uh, that's the decision he made for him. So that's the first proof I got. <laughs> Mother of all hell, right to have abortion. I had. They made a decision to have him, didn't they? They could have aborted him. But they made a decision to keep him. Cause he, he's evidently, uh, retarded. Uh, crazy. Donald Trump son, I know, I know he's something wrong with that boy. I look at him tell something wrong with him. He said, hey, hey that's, a, that's the best defense I got for abortion right there, looking at him. You know, this is the only time in my life I've ever thought, gosh, I... If only radio could have subtitles. Uh, we're we're going to delve into this just, just, a, just a little bit. 855-765-1045. We have to take a break, but we've got more on this whole debate coming up here in just a minute. And some of your phone calls. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. That's been all right, because I don't know that he's been right on since he's been here. Many, uh, that proved the right to make a scene about abortion. Him being born, that proved the right to be. That's a very, very good defense I have for abortion right to him. Look, look at him there. Why don't you, you abort him when he was born? But he would have made that stupid statement, right? So, so his parents made a decision for him. Uh, that's the decision he made for him. So that's the first proof I got. <laughs> Mother of all hell, right to have abortion. I had. They made a decision to have him, didn't they? They could have aborted him. But they may seem to keep him. Because he, he's evidently uh, retarded. Uh, crazy. Donald Trump son, I know he's I know something wrong with that boy. I look at him tell something wrong with him. He said, hey, hey that's, a, that's the best defense I got for abortion right there, looking at him. That is Alabama State Representative. Uh, what's his name? John Rogers? Jim Rogers? Son of Joe Rogers? It doesn't matter. Mr. Rogers. And he's uh, he's in a televised, recorded interview being asked about Donald Trump Jr. calling him retarded, calling him crazy, saying that Donald Trump Jr. is the best defense for a 
abortion. And he said all this because he made these uh, these are the comments about abortion on the state um, Senate floor in Alabama just a couple days ago. You, you bring him in the world unwanted, unloved. He's him to that shit. So you kill him now, I'll kill him later. Yeah, kill him now, kill him later. You know what? If you're in Virginia or New York, you can kill him all the way up until the day that they're born. That the Democratic uh, Democratic Party. This is what this is this is what they do in Alabama, and and it's not that crazy. Look, they're they're crazy everywhere you go, folks. I mean, if you think about it, yesterday we had Democrats in what's supposed to be a very serious setting eating fried chicken and carrying little chicken statues into the council, uh, council meetings because they were upset that that uh, you know uh, Attorney General William Barr didn't want to come in and and be grilled by their lawyers. It's mayhem. It's craziness. And they'll sit around and they'll talk about how they'll sit around and they'll talk about how serious, uh, you know, with a serious state of American politics and how Donald Trump is unfit for the presidency. And then they'll go on there and call Donald Trump Jr. retarded and crazy and the poster child for abortion and say stuff like, hey, kill him now or kill him later. Because if you don't get rid of him and they're unloved and and they come into the world, they're going to murder somebody and you're just going to end up sending them to the electric chair anyway. That's. That's that's the Democratic Party. This is Hugh in Ponte Vedra. Hugh, hey, uh, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing? Hi, Mark. Uh, listen, don't want to take much of your time, but you keep playing that little spot about that fellow who says nobody knows anything about Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got some Mexicans in my family, and I'm from Texas. And pretty much anybody who's graduated high school or two years of college in Texas has had Texas history and kind of knows all about it. Uh the the, uh, the Battle of Pueblo uh, was was uh, fought and won in 1862 uh, by Benito Juarez. That that uh, name may sound familiar to uh, Bento. Possibly couldn't answer that question himself. Uh, but uh, that that battle was uh, won and fought in 1862, and not to be confused uh, with the end of the war, which came in uh, 1867, uh, uh, I yeah. believe. No, that's great. Hey, thank, that's awesome, and I appreciate the history. And, and it's true. A lot of people do know about Cinco de Mayo, uh, even though this guy said they didn't. I love how all the Mexican-hating Americans love to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I can guarantee you 99.9% of them don't even know what Cinco de Mayo even is. Also, Americans are not Mexican-hating. They just don't like people coming into the country illegally. Nobody's, nobody ever said, oh, we hate Mexicans. I mean, without Mexico, look, we know we go out on Cinco de Mayo and we understand that it's a celebration of, of the Battle of Pueblo or some people think it's Mexican, whatever. You know, it's a celebration of Mexican people. And we wear the sombreros and we eat the guacamole and we get half price Coronas and it's a it's a blast. But nobody hates Mexicans. It's the breaking of the law. It's the pouring through the border without going through the actual immigration system. It's the coming across here with drugs that you mean to sell uh, to our American citizens. It's all of those things that we hate. But we love Mexican people. Nobody, nobody's running around going 99.9% of Americans hate Mexicans. But, man, we sure love – you know what we'll do, though, is we'll steal their holiday so we can uh, have an excuse to get drunk on May the 5th. First of all, as, as Americans, we need no excuse to get drunk. And I speak for Mexicans. We can get – I mean, it's – for crying out loud, we could just, we could just be drunk because – I mean, you know, for any reason, like like it's May the 4th or, you know, maybe because just because it's Friday. It's Friday! 
Right. That in and of itself is a reason to get tanked. So we don't need to usurp anybody's culture uh, to do so. Anyway, thanks so much for your call. We really appreciate it. 855 765 1045 is the number if you want to get in and comment. 855-765-1045 or just hit star star 1045 on your cell phone. It's the Markation. We got to take another quick break, but we'll be right back after news, traffic, weather, right here on News 104.5 WOKV. I have to play it again for those people that haven't joined us yet. This is John Rogers, uh, representative from Alabama, responding to Donald Trump Jr., responding to his comments about uh, people being aborted or ending up in the electric chair. Hold on here. Let me, let me play for one. <laughs> he made for him. So that's the first proof I got. <laughs> Mother of all hell right to have abortion. I had. They made a seat to have him, didn't they? They could have aborted him. But they made a seat to keep him. Because he, he's evidently uh, retarded. Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm. Donald Trump said, I know, I know there's something wrong with that boy. I look at him and tell something wrong with it. He said, hey, that's, a, that's the best defense I got for abortion right there looking at him. Donald Trump Jr. is who he's referring to, the, the son of the president. Donald Trump Jr. is the best defense this guy has for abortion. Uh, looking at him, that's about the, I understood a little bit of it. Apparently, it's tough to understand on your side of the radio, too. We're getting some open mic messages about it. This is an elected official, which means more than one person voted for this guy. It wasn't just his, this is Alabama. This is, look, if you're, if you're applying, and I know that our I know that the president of our company went to Alabama. So I, I Bill, if you're listening, turn the radio off. But, but it really makes me think twice about sending anybody I love into the state of Alabama, knowing that that's uh, one of their elected officials. Of course, this is in reference to their um, their their very strict abortion law, which will outlaw 90 percent of the abortions in the state, probably a little bit more than that, and will criminalize the performance of an abortion again in an effort to to drive this all the way to the Supreme Court and uh, and, you know, and make them, I guess, rethink Roe v. Wade. Everyone's always been talking about the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade and abortion is and, and look, it's not ever been. It's always it's it's always weird. Abortion seems for, to have to have popped back up, and I don't really understand it. I understand why. You, you, the governor of Virginia. It all started with New York State. New York State passed these very very lenient and liberal abortion laws, allowing for abortion all the way up almost to right before birth. And they remember they had the party and they were celebrating. And they turned the Empire State Building pink, and everyone was like, "This is a travesty. This is disgusting." Then the guy, the, the we had the guy in Virginia, who's still, by the way, the governor of Virginia. Nothing ever happened to him. He's still there and he's getting on the radio and he's saying, hey, you know what? We should be able to even abort children after they're born. We should just be. You know what it is? Remember that guy? He said uh, he said, we'll just make them comfortable and we'll talk to the mother. And if after a couple of days she decides it's what's best for the child, we'll just, you know, we'll just do it then. So you, you deliver the baby. You make them comfortable. You talk to the mom. You make sure she's in the right mental state. And if she's like, you know what? This was a mistake. Then, you know, she's she has an out. And now you've got you've got, you know, in Alabama, these representatives describing abortion as kill them now or kill them later. You, you bring them in the world on one, on love, you send them to the chair. So you kill them now or kill them later. And I'm not really sure what sparked the reemergence of abortion as a debate. I mean, I know what sparked it on, on the Republican side. It's them trying to trying to stop all these like really bizarrely radical abortion laws that are being passed 
around the uh, around the country. But you, I mean, you want to see the two divisions in the United States of America. You look at New York State, which basically will let you have an abortion anytime, uh, and then you look at Alabama, which is about to really clamp down on all abortions whatsoever. That's our country right there in a nutshell. Those are the two sides, and those are the two sides that are going into battle. Um, as it seems like abortion is going to be one of the bigger issues in the next election. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Now something else, and then and again, it's all just kind of weird and bizarre. A lot of things are happening that's really weird and bizarre. The whole fried chicken incident from yesterday. The whole fried when the guy from Tennessee rolls on into the uh, rolls on into the committee meeting, the the congressional the judiciary committee. They're supposed to be interviewing Rep- or, uh, Attorney General William Barr, but of course William Barr says, "Look, I'm not going to have you grill me with your attorneys. If you want to talk to me." As the attorney general, as a, as a congressperson, as a member of this committee, no problem. I'll answer your questions. Oh, I think I can handle it. But if you're going to put me on trial and bring in outside attorneys, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That's not what this is for, and that's not a good use of my time. And you have the report. You can read it. See you. Bye-bye. So they come into this committee meeting anyway. They set up his chair like they think he's going to show up. And you have this moron from Tennessee who comes in with a bucket of Kentucky fried chicken and starts eating it. They're in the chambers. They're in the committee meeting. Starts eating fries, starts handing it out, starts offering it to his counterparts. They all they are passing this bucket of chicken around. And they expect us to believe them when they say that this is a serious meeting. He brought in a porcelain chicken statue. And they expect us to believe that they're really angry about the attorney general uh, thwarting their efforts to question him. We're expected to believe that they really feel that this is an, that this Russia investigation is still a serious issue, that they are seriously investigating the president of the United States when they when they flaunt the attorney general who didn't have to go and testify, who was coming on his own behalf. When they when they flaunt him and taunt him with fried chicken, we're supposed to sit back and think, well, the, this is a serious group of individuals who's really concerned about something. The, I mean, the opposite is true. And then right here in Florida, this is the craziest thing. A lot of people are celebrating Ron DeSantis and Governor DeSantis. And don't get me wrong. He's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. He's getting her done. You know, Florida's on the right path. Uh, the Senate passed this bill banning sanctuary cities. Um, the term for cities that, you know, like Miami and stuff, that, that basically they they refuse to cooperate with federal immigration authorities. They thwart ICE. They basically say, uh, this is a sanctuary city. We will not help the federal government investigate and persecute illegal immigrants. Well, Ron DeSantis, of course, this was a big campaign thing about him, was prohibiting sanctuary cities in the state of Florida. And he said yesterday on Twitter, I thank the Florida legislature for presenting me with a bill that upholds the rule of law and addresses sanctuary cities and counties in Florida. We are a stronger state when we protect our residents, foster safe communities and respect the work of law enforcement. Now, listen to this, because this is where people are celebrating. But to me, this is not a reason to celebrate. This is zaniness. The bill would require local law enforcement to honor federal authorities' immigration detainer requests, basically, which is the law. Basically, Ron DeSantis is signing a bill into law that requires people to follow the law. It's like the ban on straws. We had to put a ban on banning plastic straws. It's a, it's it's getting to the point where. <laughs> it's getting to the point where when you have to pass a law to make people, to force people 
municipalities in a state when you have to pass a law to force them to obey the law i'm not really sure how you enforce that can you really now enforce the new law we're 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 holding you in contempt why because you're not upholding the law we passed to make you hold up the law that you're not holding up it's really i mean it's a it's a bad scene it's a bad scene for america 855-765- 1045. At least we've got Ron DeSantis doing whatever he can t- he can do, and uh, and you know protecting the citizens of Florida. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We got to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to bring in our uh, millennial friend Hannah here to find out what she thinks about all the stuff going on in the news. Plus, we've got some fake news Friday. That's all on the way. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on News one hundred four point five WOKV. Because I know people are just joining and they haven't heard John Rogers from the Alabama State Senate yet talking about Donald Trump Jr. Uh, being the, the number one reason for abortion. <laughs> Mother of all hell right to have abortion. Now. They made a decision to have him, didn't they? They could have aborted him. But they made a decision to keep him. Because he, he's evidently uh, retarded. Uh, crazy. Donald Trump said, I know there's something wrong with that boy. I think I can tell something wrong with it. He said, hey, hey that's, a, that's the best defense I got for abortion right there. Look at him. Mr. Rogers from Alabama, <laughs> the, the, honorable, the, the honorable Mr. Rogers. We got a lot of open mics about that. Man, I tell you what, Jake, man, you know what? I'd go on computer and just go click, 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 man, you're trying to look up the abortion stuff and all that stuff, man, and you're just trying to see if you start, and I, I don't really know. It's and like, all the other stuff, you just come out. It's like Boomhauer is <laughs> ran for Congress in uh, ran in uh, state of Alabama. It should be a federal law that you should have to have at least an eighth grade education before you can become a House of Representatives, but I see that's not the fact. Oh, well, then Alabama would have nobody in their House of Representatives. This is Bob in Fernandino. I think it is hypocritical for someone to argue for abortion if they have, in fact, been born. I see what you're saying. It's like, you know, hey, if, if, if birth was good enough for you, why isn't it good enough for your kids? I guess that's an interesting argument. That's one I hadn't heard. <laughs> that's one hypocrite. Uh, 855-765-1045. All right, ladies, we're going to do something here we haven't done in a while. We're going to get into the mind of the millennials. You know, they say the millennials are the future. And the millennials, of course, are uh, one of the biggest voting blocks going into the election. And that's one of the biggest problems that Joe Biden has because old people love him. Millennials don't like him. Bernie Sanders is loved by millennials, but old people are scared of him because... Well, they were raised to hate socialism. So we brought in Hannah, who uh, works in our traffic department and actually helps to uh, run the show, actually. Sometimes. Yeah, some, sometimes she helps, sometimes <laughs> she she ended. But anyway, uh, Hannah, thanks so much for being back. We really appreciate it. Anytime. What we're going to do is, and this is called Millennial Word Association. We need to get you like a theme. We need some theme music for this. Could it be like the Jeopardy theme song? Well, yeah, maybe. I don't, no, I think that's, that's a little cliche. Also, that's copyright infringement. Oh, we'll find something. Just kidding. We'll find something fun. But in the meantime, what we're going to do, this is how it works. Uh, you're 20-something. 23. 23. She's a millennial. She's a, She can vote, and she will be voting in the upcoming election. So we're just going to get her take on some of the hot topics of the day and see what the millennials are thinking, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Let's go. For right now, we're going to use this because it's all I have handy. Okay. All right, here we go. I'll give you the topic, and you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind, all right? Okay. Here we go. Number one, the Mueller report. No collusion. <laughs> Thank you, Donald Trump. No collusion, <laughs> no obstruction. That's very good. Uh, number two, sanctuary cities. They... Wait, just one word? Okay, well, just a word of They should be banned. Like, I'm not for them at all. And like you were saying earlier, like, we shouldn't have to write into law 
that these are not okay, like that you have to abide by the law. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, good. Uh, Number three, fried chicken in Congress. Okay, first take, tasty. Second take, disrespectful, not the place. It, it, It shows a lack of seriousness and... Overall, it's just I think it's disrespectful, and I think that's what the Democrats were trying to do when they brought it in. When I saw it yesterday for the first time, and I don't know if you saw the big picture on Fox News where the guy's taking like I mean he's just I saw he was tearing into it. Love it, yeah. For a couple, my reaction first of all, and I know it's not about me because it's about millennials, but it's my show, so I'm going to tell you. (laughs) The first thing I thought was that's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, like, I get it. He's making a gag about him not showing up, so he brings in chicken. It's something I would do in the same sense. Then I just got really hungry. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing I thought was, well, this is kind of a problem for them because they are trying to show that this is serious. And they are trying to make sure and understand that, you know, they're trying to, to explain to people that the attorney general not showing up is basically him shredding the Constitution. You can't do that and make a joke with fried chicken at the same and time. And then the porcelain statute. Like, yeah. no. Well, that's just overkill. One or the other. Yeah, exactly. Just pick one. You know what would have been really funny is a rubber chicken. I, you know, I would have maybe been okay with it had they done a rubber chicken. Or since he's from Tennessee, hell, he probably could have just brought in a real chicken and set it in the chair. Uh, all right. I asked you this one a couple weeks ago when you had you didn't weren't really familiar with it, but it's been two weeks, and I, so I'm going to try it, again, okay? You know what? Pete, Pete Buttigieg. He's running for president is what I think. Yes. <laughs> no, I he is. I saw an ad, actually. It came up on my Facebook, and I'm concerned because, you know, I think Facebook listens to you, you know, and what yeah. you're saying. And I was like, he must have heard me on Marquesha. But you, you're still but, not overly familiar with him. No, I mean, I'm familiar with him. Um, I know both of his parents went to Ivy League colleges. I was actually doing some Wikipedia on him before I came in because I had a feeling you were asking me about him. See, you're not supposed but, to do that. You're supposed to. No, but you didn't tell me. So it was just my intuition. Okay. And so here's what I'm, I'm thinking is, well, he was, t- no, I don't know. I don't know, but. Not a fan, obviously. Okay. But All right. No, I get it. Well, you're not a fan because you don't know anything about them. <laughs> well. All right. Number five, plastic straws. Okay. Here's a, This is like probably the only part of me that is a little liberal. Mm-hmm. I Here's the thing. Being like libertarian, conservative, I think that they should be allowed. However, me personally, I think I should be using uh, paper straws. Because I care about the sea turtles, but also there's so many other things that is ho- that are horrible for the environment. Straws aren't the main thing. Yeah. You know, like horrible things for the environment. Okay, plastic straw, one's not going to kill someone. But, you know, if you're using like 30 a day, you might want to cut back and just get a me- metallic straw. All right. But so you, it shouldn't be against the law. That's stupid. You personally think that you can do your part by using a paper straw, but you don't think it should be illegal for people like me to use plastic straws. Exactly, because that's not the government's choice. It's not their say. All right. Millennial Hannah, everybody. Thank you very oh, much. We appreciate thank you, thank it. You. Was, <laughs> stop Wikipedia stuff before you come in here. You're not supposed to sound like you know what you're talking about. Uh, it's the Mark K Show. Quick break. We got some fake news Friday coming up, too. So stay tuned to News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. Obs, jobs, jobs. <laughs> Donald Trump and Pete the Job Guy just sent out the very same tweet. Isn't that crazy? Uh, let's go on. This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. But we have so many reasons to celebrate. We've got Cinco de Mayo. We've got uh, we've got the May the 4th. We've got the Kentucky Derby. And, of course, it's Friday! 
Which is always really exciting. Also, we have a ton of people, uh, you know, because we broadcast the show not just here on the radio, not just on News 104.5 WOKV, but on our mobile app. And you can get us on iHeartRadio and tune in and all that stuff. But we've uh, we put in a camera and we like to broadcast all over the place. We're broadcasting on, on Periscope and on Twitch, which is one of our new favorites, and uh, and on Facebook as well. And one of our Twitch viewers today is from Norway. <laughs> and we were talking about Norway and Josh said, oh, that's where Elsa's from, which... <laughs> <laughs> Which is 100 percent true, uh, but we can, we have to imagine that people in Norway are sick and tired of frozen <laughs> of frozen references. Um, also, don't you have you have a son, right? You have a daughter too. No, so I guess that makes sense. Never mind. I was a little worried for a minute. Yeah, I have a son and a daughter. Uh, now the current trend is Moana, so we're all in Moana. Oh, so you're all about Hawaii. anybody from the Smoan Islands? Yeah. I like, I'll be honest with you, uh, Representative Hirono or Senator Hirono has killed Moana for me. So I don't like, it just reminds me too much of her. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for watching in Norway and, uh, you know, here in Jacksonville, wherever you happen to be. And if you are, uh, you know, the, the number still works, 855-765-1045. Um, so you can call in and you can, you know, it's so interesting with, with what's going on in Congress and what's going on with Donald Trump and, and, uh, and the Senate. To, to bring you up to speed from yesterday. Basically, what happened after the show was uh, we talked a little bit about William Barr and how he refused to show up to testify in front of Congress because Congress wasn't going to investigate him. They weren't going to be the ones that were asking the questions. They were going to bring in lawyers. I mean, they were going to ask their own questions, too. But then they wanted to bring in an attorney. And one of the reasons why they did that is because, well, I mean, William Barr is an attorney. He is the number one attorney in the United States of America. He's the most powerful attorney and he's the attorney general of the United States and a lot of these people in Congress are not the Democrats you know they don't necessarily feel like a law degree or a legal education or any kind of prior experience is necessary when it comes to electing officials that's why they elect people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who's a bartender and now is a congressperson she should have been there by the way because with all that fried chicken they definitely needed some drinks to go with it but those are the kinds of people that they bring into the Democratic Party. They're not necessarily lawmakers. They don't necessarily know about the law. They haven't been schooled. They haven't gone to law school. They haven't spent any time in any kind of position to debate. And so they didn't want this guy, William Barr, who is a professional, like literally the guy's job. I don't know if you ever watched the show Billions, but uh, Billions, you know, the uh, what's his name? The uh, Paul Giamatti character. This guy's job is to bring people in question them and get them to trip themselves up, get them to get confused by their own story, get them to commit perjury. That's what these prosecutors and these attorneys and these government, uh, you know, um, these government lawyers, that's what they do. They don't care if you're guilty or not guilty. They bring you in and they start asking you questions over and over and over again. And people always say, why do they ask the same question all the time? They're looking for a different answer. They're looking to break you down. They want you to commit perjury because when they don't have a crime, when you haven't committed a crime, Bill Barr has not committed any crime, but they want him to. And so the best thing they can do is bring him in front of Congress or the Senate and trap him into committing perjury against himself. And then, voila, they can convict him of that. That didn't happen in the Senate doesn't matter. Nancy Pelosi, who also has no experience, just flat out yelled to the masses yesterday that he committed that he lied to Congress, or that he lied to the Senate, even though he didn't. Bill Barr made didn't say one thing to the Senate, to any one of the senators that was against the law, that was illegal, that was a lie, that was untruthful. 
Yet Nancy Pelosi, because she was hoping that would happen and because she saw that that Bill Barr, the Congress, would not have the opportunity to try and 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 trap him in what's called a perjury trap. They they wouldn't have that opportunity because Bill Barr is not stupid. He's not going to fall for it. So she just went ahead and made this blanket statement that he lied to, to the Senate and that he now has broken the law and that he uh, may or may not be arrested. She said there's a process. So that's basically um, foreshadowing of what they're going to try to do next. Now, Lindsey Graham is coming out and attacking Nancy Pelosi, saying she she needs to apologize. This isn't that. Look, the the whole thing. When you look at it as the circus that it is, and I can't imagine that anyone else in the rest of the world, and uh, and I don't know how they look, and I don't know, we got people watching from Norway, hope to God they're not as embarrassed as we are, but when you think about this, you've got these people, these Democrats, who are so hell-bent on finding crime that they're they're basically now just trying to invent crimes for Donald Trump and his cabinet members. They're trying to, they can't find actual crime. There's no actual crime that was committed. There's no collusion. There's no obstruction. Um, Bob Mueller said that there was no collusion. Bob Mueller refused to say that he uh, would find obstruction because here's the thing. If Bob Mueller, Bob Mueller, this guy was damned if he did, damned if he didn't. If he came forward and said, yes, there's obstruction, he would have to prove it. And he had flimsy proof. Plus, he had Bill Barr in his face saying, look, you've got to have overwhelming proof of obstruction of justice to make a case. And it wasn't there. So Bob Mueller did what was in his best interest, which was to leave it up to the attorney general. The attorney general then looked at it and said, hey, there's no proof at all of obstruction of justice. So I can't pretend that there is. And when he's when when he said there is no obstruction, there's no collusion. Donald Trump started celebrating and the Democrats went into overdrive trying to find a new villain. And of course, the new villain is William Barr. The new villain is William Barr. Secretly, I think they I think they have a secret villain, though. I think that the Democrats secretly deep down inside, I think that they have their their they have their their outward villain, which is a Republican, which is William Barr, the attorney general. And they hate him. And they think that he is one of Donald Trump's dark wizards. You know, they feel like he's been brought in by the Trump organization to cast his magical spell and to put a, a protective coating over the president of the United States. Because who better to do so than the head of the Department of Justice? But they have a secret villain. And their secret villain is someone who they put their trust in, who they handed the keys to the kingdom. Their secret villain is somebody who they thought was going to help them rise up, rise up out of the squalor of being the minority party and in somehow be able to reverse the last two years, come up with some kind of spell to help them travel back in time and reverse the course of the 2016 election. And that person was Robert Mueller. And Robert Mueller did not do that. Robert Mueller, here's the thing, and I'll use a Harry Potter reference again because it's like the last book I read. But basically, you've got Voldemort, which is the Democratic Party. And they think that Snape, a.k.a. Robert Mueller, is on their side. They are Voldemort. They think Snape's inside of Hogwarts, and Snape is doing everything in his power to help Voldemort come back and rule the kingdom. What they don't know, though, is that Snape serves a higher calling, Dumbledore. And Dumbledore, in the real world, is represented by the truth and by justice.
and by law. And there's no way Snape can turn his back on Dumbledore. Snape cannot turn his back on truth, justice, and law. So while Voldemort thinks that Snape is his, his ally, in reality, Snape serves a higher purpose. And we all know in the end, Voldemort kills Snape. I think that's kind of... Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, you know what? I, I didn't have said anything. Never mind. Forget I said that last part. Dump that if you can. 855-765-1045 is... It? I'm going to get hate mail. 855-765-1045. I'm going to get some howlers uh, from, all the, from all the Harry Potter fans. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. More of the Mark K Show next on News 104.5 WOKV. My name is Mark Hay. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Uh, 855-765-1045. We're just talking about, we got this open mic earlier about Cinco de Mayo because, you know, we're all excited about Cinco de Mayo. I love how all the Mexican-hating Americans love to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I can guarantee you 99.9% of them don't even know what Cinco de Mayo even is. Cinco de Mayo is the 5th of May. I learned that in, uh, I learned that was one of the first things I learned was the numbers, you know, uno, dos, tres. We were just talking about it here in the office because this guy seems very, first of all, I don't think that Americans hate Mexicans. I don't think, I don't think that's accurate at all. Uh, and, you know, I don't think, you know, you're, mis you're misrepresenting what illegal immigration and immigration laws do. In fact, good fences make good neighbors. So the better the fence, the, uh, the happier we'll be to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Um, now the history behind it, sure, it may be a lot, it may be a little bit murky. Um, but, you know, but the fact that people celebrate it and I've heard this before, I've heard people say when when you're not Mexican, but you celebrate Mexi Mexican holidays like Cinco de Mayo, it's racist. Or when you put on a sombrero. In fact, we were just talking the other day and uh, someone said, look, if you they worked with a guy who was uh, Mexican or Latino. And when they saw him in the hallway, the guy we well, worked for like a Spanish radio station in the building. The guy said hello. And then the other, you know, the other but my friend would say wanted to say hola, but then he's like, is he going to think I'm being racist? That kind of thing. Is talking to somebody in their native tongue racist? Because I don't think it is. You know, you say like hola. We have people call the talk all the time. And they'll be like, hey, my name's Juan. I want to talk to you about this topic. I'm from Mexico. And I'm like, all right, adios, amigo. Don't feel I'm being racist. I uh, just feel like, you know, I'm speaking a language. Like, we you know, you want to speak the same language. You want to make someone feel comfortable. I don't know. 855-765-1045. Is the number if you have any thoughts eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. But there's people out there even uh, even like St Patrick's Day they'll say you're being racist against Irish people. But I don't think Irish is I don't think I don't think they care that much as long as you just get drunk and you know you're fine. Green beer I think is disrespectful, but nothing that you did. It's not like they're you're usurping their culture or stealing their dignity by eating corned beef and cabbage or or dressing up as a leprechaun. Okay, maybe dressing up as a leprechaun is a, is pushing it a little too far. But uh, but you never know. 855-765-1045. Something else that's happening this weekend is May the 4th. And I don't know what May the 4th is a holiday that's I mean, it's not it, it, using it's, calling it a holiday is it's not an official holiday. But for those of you that don't know, in the Star Wars movies, they would always say, may the force be with you. And I guess somebody with a lisp one day said, may the fourth be with you. And all of a sudden people were like, oh, that's May the 4th. That should be that should be Star Wars. Day. <laughs> Yeah, so tomorrow you're going to be getting, there's going to be memes, there's going to be videos, there's going to be photos, you're going to see people dressing up as, as uh, I don't know, like droids and stormtroopers and things, uh, you know, maybe even, oh, and the guy that played Chewbacca just died, so there'll probably be some Chewbaccas walking around. <laughs> 
and again, that could be. I mean, that could be that could be Wookie racism. You never know. It could be like, why are you? You know, like uh, like when you dress up as another as another person or another, and you you put on like I don't know a poncho and a sombrero or something. Dressing up like a Wookie could be misinterpreted by Wookies as um, you know as 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 race baiting, which you know hopefully they don't they don't take it personally. Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. Uh, 855-765-1045. When is the Kentucky Derby the other, Josh? Is it tomorrow? I believe so, yes. I believe it's tomorrow, yeah. The Kentucky Derby, it's a jam-packed weekend, folks. It's like they took all the May holidays, they, they shoved them into two days. But the Kentucky Derby is also coming up this weekend, too. And a lot of people like to dress up again in their little derby outfits. And they like to put the big hats on, yeah. And they like to have the fascinators, and they drink mint juleps. And they go out and they pretend to know anything at all about horse racing for two minutes. And that could be looked at as as racist against, I don't know, people from Kentucky. There's there's so many r- different ways that we could get offended this weekend that, uh, that you know, I, I'm going to make a list. All the ways that you could be offended by one of the holidays happening this weekend. 855-765-1045. we got some people online that want to comment. We've got some uh, open mics coming in, too. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. Hey, Mark i I'm very offended by Shrimp Fest in Fernandina. I am a very short person, so I don't find it very politically correct. Yeah, I know a lot of people are offended by 855-765-1045. It's the number 855-765-1045. I'm pretty hairy. You can consider me a Wookiee, and I find it very offensive. Yeah, well, that's that's an image that I didn't want. We're talking about all these holidays and things that are that are going on, like May the 4th, which is an unofficial holiday, and Cinco de Mayo, which a lot of people think Americans are racist for celebrating. <laughs> Chewbacca also thinks that's silly. Um, and then, of course, there's uh, there's also the Kentucky Derby, which people have problems with, too. People have problems with everything. You, can, you can't find a holiday that people aren't upset by. Jeff in St. Augustine, how you doing? Good, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great, Jeff. What do you want to say about all this uh, cultural appropriation going on this weekend? Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, I think it's ridiculous. There's, you know, very little people out there who are intentionally wanting to offend anybody. But I wanted to tell you that uh, my wife is from Colombia, and so I've been, you know, speaking Spanish since high school and continually practicing because I've been in the consulting and roofing industry for 15 years. Yeah. So I I work at a metal manufacturing plant, and uh, I'm the only one there who speaks any Spanish. So any customer that comes in that doesn't speak English is mine, you know. And I have not found one um, Latin Hispanic offended by my cultural diversity. Yeah, no, but uh, they're, they're, they're probably happy because they don't have to deal with stupid Americans when they just want to buy some metal. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's just great to be able to bridge the gap, you know. They speak two languages. I speak two languages. I'm the first person. It's, it's, it's a great thing. Absolutely. I'm the first person who, when I find out you're from another country, will try to speak to you in your language. In fact, it just happened. Adam Kirk was laughing at me because we found out we had this guy from Norway on the, uh, where he's watching on Twitch. He goes, I'm from Norway. And I said, oh, Guten Tag, which is German, but it's the, you know, the closest language I know to, Nor- I don't know any Norwegian. All I know is they have a cruise line and, uh, and basically, that's it. So, but but if, you, if I meet somebody who's French, I'm going to say, Bonjour, mon ami. Como ça va? I'll do all, that's just, I don't know what it is. That's, I, I'm that guy. And I'm not trying to be rude or racist or anything. I'm just, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just that guy. Uh, is it Renee from Kingsland? How are you, Renee? Pretty good. How are you? Doing great. What do you want to say? Well, I just want to, first of all, top of the morning to you. 
And I'm a transcendent Alaskan, and my birthday is on May the 4th. So if anybody wants to dress up like a Wookiee or a stormtrooper or a shrimp, or they want to speak Spanish to tell me happy birthday, I'm good with that. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow, you were born on May the 4th. That's got to be that's got to be a cool holiday, huh? Are you a big Star Wars fan? Well, no, I was when I was a kid, but I'm an old lady now. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's okay. I know a lot of old people that are really way too into Star Wars. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We really we really appreciate it. I can only imagine what it's going to be like at Disney World. Because Disney World has, they now own the Star Wars franchise. They own all the Lucas uh, Lucasfilms films and, and things like that. And they, I imagine, are just going to be going over the moon tomorrow. I was at one place, like I'm not a big crowd guy. So uh, I, I can just imagine it's going to be 855 765 1045 is the number. 855 765 1045. Alex in Jacksonville, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark Hay Show. Hey, good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking the call, eh? Absolutely. What did you want to say, Alex? Well, I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, well, first of all, I am a member of BACA, which is Bikers Against Child Abuse. Okay. And my road, my road name is Jedi. Oh so wow! I'm a big Star Wars fan, and uh, but yeah, that, that's that's what, what I also want to talk to you about is we have a stop child abuse ride tomorrow in Orange Park, and um, I'm, I'm, I'd like to invite all the bikers out to D's. Uh, music bar and grill in Orange Park and come out and ride with us and support uh, stop child abuse, you know? Yeah, are you? That's a great cause, by the way. Are you, do you dress up as Star Wars? Like, do you dress up as stormtroopers and things while you're riding your bikes? Because that would be kind of cool. I would, only because I have those kind of costumes. Yeah. And, you know, I got a Darth Vader and a stormtrooper helmet and all that good stuff. So oh, it could be like you're on a, that. It could be like you're on a speeder bike and, you know, you're just like, you're just like zipping through, uh, <laughs> zipping through whatever that was, the end door. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We, we really, we really, now I'm showing my geekiness. One day my Harley becomes the Millennium Falcon. Uh, 855-765-1045. This is Ignacio from uh, Jacksonville. How you doing, Ignacio? Hey, how you doing, Armand? Nice talking to you again. Nice talking to you, sir. Thanks for calling. What you want to say? Uh, oh, listen, I, I was born and raised in Mexico, and I just moved to the state when I was 22 years old. So, personally, uh, me, uh, I don't feel offended because somebody else celebrates Cinco Mayo. Personally, me... I don't really celebrate it that much because uh, <laughs> I'm not that much of a drinking kind of guy. Yeah. But curiously enough, you know, my grandma was born on Cinco Mayo, and my granddaughter right now, she celebrates on Cinco Mayo because that's her birthday. So that's the only reason why we celebrate Cinco Mayo. <laughs> well, do you know? Okay, well, that's great. So you don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo, uh, but you do celebrate your grandmother's birthday. That's correct, and my daughter's my granddaughter's birthday. So she was born. Yeah, that's all. What now? Tell everyone that doesn't know why Cinco de Mayo is a holiday in the first place. Oh, if you know, it's Cinco de Mayo. Oh, of course I know, man. That uh, that was when uh, the Mexican army finally kicked the French out of Puebla. Yeah, that was the, the final battle. That's exactly right. I was, in, and that, it, but it is not Mexican Independence Day, as many people um, wrongly say. No, no, no. No, the Mexican independence began on the twentieth. September twentieth is when 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 everything began. Yeah. Why isn't and September when it ended? Why isn't September twentieth a bigger bigger holiday? Because you think that would be the big holiday when everyone goes out and and gets maybe because schools. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, no, my bad. My bad. It's November twentieth. Oh, November twentieth. Oh, well, that's why because it's cold. 
Nobody wants to go. You don't, want to, you don't want to go to the beach bars in November. That makes that makes perfect sense. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 uh, is the number. If you look, if you get offended by Americans celebrating Cinco de Mayo, if you're from Mexico or, you know, from anywhere else, or if you're Irish and you get upset by St. Patrick's Day, just give us a Let us know. Let us know what we're doing to culturally to, to appropriate your culture and really just make you so mad you could spit. 855-765-1045. We're going to take a quick break. Oh, also, oh, no, wait. You know what we have to do? I totally forgot. We have to do Fake News Friday, don't we? We have it all we planned. We have it all planned and ready to go. Never mind. And we have Caraba's gift cards. Oh, wait a minute. Is it racist to send somebody to Caraba's and say, or no or something? You're not going to answer me. I think that's fine. Oh, okay, good. Uh, 855. Yeah, try to pronounce the recipes correctly. 855-765-1045. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to line up two people to play Fake News Friday. We're going to give you some headlines. The headline will also be, it will either be a real news headline that appeared in the news, or it will be a fake, totally made up, non-existent, not real headline. Or fake news. You have to be able to decipher between the two. And if you get more right than your uh, than your opponent, you will win that Carabas gift card. 855-765-1045. If you want to play, give us a buzz. Fake News Friday is next on News 104.5 WOKV. There's Elia and smoking right in the window for anyone on the street to see. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's weird. This is the Mark K Show. Sorry, I've got something on my computer that's... I don't know what I don't know what that is. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. And we are all set to play some, uh, what is it? What are we playing today? Oh, yeah, Fake News Friday. Sorry, it's been a while. We have a $100 Carabas gift card, which is way cool. And we have a Mark K Show prize pack, uh, which we're going to give out to our winner. 855-765-1045. First up is Dave in Jacksonville. Dave, how you doing, sir? Good. How you doing, Mark? Great. Thanks so much for calling, Dave. You're going to be playing against, uh, let's see, who's contestant number two here? You're going to be playing against Mary, who is in Jacksonville as well. Mary, hey, thanks. How are you How are you doing, Mary? Awesome. I only called because of the Carabas gift card, so thanks. I oh. want to win. No, you didn't. I get it. Well, I'm not calling for you. I only <laughs> called for the free food. That's why I'm here, too. Uh, all right, Mary and Mary and Dave, here's how this works. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you each headlines. We're going to go back and forth. And then uh, all you have to do is tell me if that is a real news headline or if that is a fake news headline. If it's if you get it right, real or fake, then you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. You guys got it? Got yep. it. All right, perfect. Mary, we're going to start with you. Are you ready for your first headline? Let's do it. Listen carefully. Here we go. A church in Wisconsin has started distributing marijuana to its parishioners as a holy sacrament. Is that real news or fake news, Mary? Oh, my goodness. I didn't listen to the news much this week, but I'm going to say as crazy as it's getting, that's real news. As crazy as it's getting? That is real news. Congratulations. Yeah. In Madison, Wisconsin, they're, uh, they're handing out pot as a sacrament. Most people consider it weed, but this guy that runs the church says it's a sacrament, and it's, it's part of the worship service at the Rastafarian Church near the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Congratulations. You get yourself a point, Mary. Cool. You were one step closer to that coveted Carabas gift card. That is the only reason you called in. Dave, are you ready for yours? I'm ready. All right, Dave, here we go. Listen carefully. Here is your first headline. Bernie Sanders. 
Sanders supporters viciously attacked Bernie Sanders after he criticized mistakes made by Bernie Sanders in 2016. Is that real news or fake news? I'm going to say that's real news. You're going to say that's real news. It does sound like something Bernie Sanders supporters would do, isn't doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, unfortunately, that is fake news. That is fake news. That hasn't happened. Okay. That hasn't happened yet. But we're still early in on this. That's that's still one to one or still one nothing. Still anyone's game. All right, Mary, are you ready for your next headline? Bring it on. All right, here we go. I like the confidence, Mary. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real or fake news. A wheelchair tennis event had to be moved after it was found out the tennis court was built on a slope. <laughs> a wheelchair tennis event had to be moved after it was found the court was built on a slope. Is that real news or fake news, Mary? I haven't the foggiest, so let's go with real news. That is real news. <laughs> That's, yeah. The International Tennis Center in Darwin has a 40-degree slope, so they had to reschedule this wheelchair tennis. You know, it just seems like... A bad. You had one job, people. One to make the tennis court flat. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Dave, back to you. You ready for your next uh, headline? I'm ready. Here we go. Listen go carefully it. and tell us if this is real or fake news. U.S. Navy soldiers. I'm sorry, U.S. Navy sailors were instructed to, quote, clap like we're at a strip club for the arrival of Vice President Mike Pence. Is that real or fake news? I'm going to say fake news. That's real news. That, right. Mike, uh, Vice President Mike Pence was visiting the USS Truman, and they asked the soldiers on board, the sailors, to, quote, clap like they were at a strip club when the vice president arrived. Uh, they uh, they said, please refrain, though, from throwing dollar, dollar bills at him. We don't want that to happen. All right. Uh, that's okay. Mary, are you ready for your next clue? Yeah. Here we go, Mary. Listen carefully. Presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg contemplated changing his last name to Butler to make it easier for people to say. Is that real news or fake news? Uh, I think that's fake. That is fake. That is fake. Apparently, he likes boot edge edge, and if you don't like boot edge edge, he wants nothing to do with you. All right, and the last question, uh, Dave, this is just for fun because Mary, she ran away with this. I mean, she came in hot. With yeah, that. she did. That was that Caraba's gift card. It had her going. But let's just for fun do the last one, shall we? All right. If you get this one right, I'll give you a Mark K. Show t-shirt. How about that? That'd be great. All right, listen carefully. Here we go. Or fake news. An Alabama representative called Donald Trump Jr. quote retarded and quote the best defense for abortion. Is that real news or is that fake news? That is real news. That is of course real news. Well, he's evidently uh, retarded. Uh, crazy. 
Donald Trump's son, hey, I know, I know he's something wrong with that boy. I look at him and tell something wrong with him. Yeah. You see, hey, that's a, that's the best picture I got from a portion. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Hey, congratulations to both of you. Uh, Mary, you've won yourself a Mark K. Show prize pack, which I know you don't care about. But most importantly, you've got that $100 Carabas gift card. And Dave, uh, we're going to hook you up as well. Thank, uh, thanks to both of you. Hang tight one second. Let me get you on hold here, and we will take care of that. Everybody else, have a fantastic weekend. Have a great May the 4th. Have a great Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy the Kentucky Derby. We will be back here Monday morning, bright and early at 10 a.m. with an all-new episode of the Mark K Show. Stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh. They're next on News 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.